0: was good this is agitator the only spiritual healing and writing craft broadcast influenced by the work of Takashi Mike today we're talking we're talking about something that everybody i think enjoys a little bit of fan service which i interpret as uh something that serves the fans right mhm there's there's no way to criticize that because it's just giving the fans what they want, and right we're right. diving in we're diving into this subject with a couple of shows that are notorious for their fan service, giving the fans exactly what they want that receive no criticism whatsoever because it's just what people want. We're talking fire force, food wars, fuck it, we're talking the idol, we're talking Hannibal, and we're talking what was that other that that book you were reading that's like won awards and everybody loves it it's hold on one second Somebody's, somebody's
1: somebody's at my door give me one second
0: I guess it got paid, so I'm over. I got paid. Yeah, I thought you did. You see the card? I did. When I okay. All right, cool. I'm your host, Kelby Losak. that is Jaden Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, it, yeah. It just is dropping aluminum in the fucking water. Yeah. Just decided yeah. he wanted to invade on the show.
1: I know. It's getting really aggravating. I'm sipping on Eternal Jing right now, so I'm chill, I'm zen, I'm cool. I got the 10 to 1 fruiting body rishi extract pumping through my veins. But I went to the post office to drop off a package because Eddie's doing a festival on Friday. So I sent off five dying worlds, five pizzas and two dead boys. And when I get back, I have a little card in my door that says, you know, non-payment of utilities, you know, electrical water. It's the city of Edmond, basically. And they used to come by on the first of every month if you didn't pay. They would, they would come on the 1st. <clears throat> Last month they came on the 30th. Today's the 27th. So I guess because I wasn't home uh, with no warning whatsoever, and apparently four days early, early, they decided to turn my shit off. So I went and paid it. It's so whatever. Uh, but I... Oh, man. Before this thing started, for about 30 minutes, I was just stomping around my house throwing a temper tantrum. Because I get, I get so mad about that shit. Like, bro, it's going to be a fucking... 107 degrees tomorrow You know what I'm saying Like yeah. that's crazy That's that's crazy That they're gonna sneak out And I was out of the house You know cause if you're there They say pay it And we're good uh, Again fine Whatever But I'm, I'm gone So we're gonna turn it off And then tomorrow It's gonna be 107 degrees Man fuck these people Anyway We don't need to talk about all that It's just dumb money bullshit we're moving past all that. Past all the dumb money bullshit. No,
0: but yeah, that falls in line with a lot of shit because I've been uh have been getting better mentally and um and physically, you know, you know, I'm on the, the healing train. And just when you like sort of get into this mode where it's like, I'm Zen now, baby, I'm the Buddha. Life goes, Alright, let's find out if you really bout it and just starts raining the bullshit back it just turns the faucet back on for all the bullshit
1: yeah yeah no it's true man it's really true and the whole thing with money right now is that i just have to make sure that i'm living as close to the bone as i possibly can because this month it's looking a little it's going to be close like it's been five out of the six months this year and every time that happens I look at what I've spent my money on and I think oh god damn it I spent $25 at the used bookstore in Tulsa well that's a thing I went to Tulsa that's a tank of gas it's like 40 bucks fuck you know what I'm saying so you, you end up adding up all this shit and you're like yeah it looks like I spent about $350 more than I needed to this month my bad I'm, I'm sorry I had fun you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> oh, it's like, I, had oh 350.
0: I had 350 yep. worth of fun,
1: 350 worth of fun. You know, probably seven nights out of the month, Rios and I were exhausted. So we just ordered food and that's 30 bucks each time, $210 right there. Plus, you know, I'm not counting incidentals and shit like that, but I'm just like, oh, yep, message received. Yep. Don't do that. Don't do that. next time you're you're really tired just eat a ham and cheese sandwich and and uh, and just you know (laughs) because you know bill's bills an incidental
0: yeah Yeah. eating is the easiest way to cut that shit out just you get into that mode and it's like no nope uh, make a smoothie or something but don't Mm -hmm. you dare pick up that phone and order
1: pizza right right unless it's from a
0: place that's like 30 minutes or less and then you just you tell them hey that that took too long
1: Oh, that's, that's a good hustle. I told you I decided I'm going to start stealing, right?
0: Yeah. No, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. I went to Walmart, and they have this new checkout system that doesn't work properly. And I had three lemons, and it was reading one lemon, and I kept trying to press it to get to three, and the machine wasn't working. And I was like, well, goddamn, fuck it then, I guess. I guess I got one lemon. And then I kept ringing shit up. I had nine, 10 items. And I noticed that the price tag halfway through had gotten up to $19.22. And I just thought to myself, this cold feeling, not of bitterness, not anger, not not a a mischievous urge to cause chaos, but just almost sociopathically looked at that and thought, that's enough. That's enough money. I think I paid enough. There, so then I definitely paid for the rest of it and left
0: right As I, said. <laughs> no. I fuck with it, I fuck with mm-hmm. it there's a lot of times I just like move that shit in front of the scanner and drop it in the bag and uh mm-hmm. cause there's a few there's a few stores that don't their weight the scale shit doesn't work, so mm-hmm. at those stores, I just like kind of throw it over the scanner without mm-hmm. it swiping toss that shit in the bag,
1: mm-hmm hmm well if you're stealing water for example that i feel like that's some robin hood shit they took the water from us bro it
0: started it started with milk This it started mm-hmm. maybe a couple a uh, year ago maybe now when i walked in the store and milk was literally it's gotten down But one day I walked in the store and the regular ass, I don't even know the brand. It ain't got a fucking brand. It's just milk brand milk. It's Mm -hmm. just white. It's just a (laughs) gallon of white. It was $7. And I I said, fuck no. And I picked up that milk and I walked out of the store.
1: (laughs) You reached the same point I did. And people across this great nation are all getting to that point when you realize that just to live, because as listeners of the show might know, I take care of my son during the day, but I'm also responsible for all of the bills because I'm not gonna get into our financials and you know all that kind of stuff, but basically the way it shakes out, I, I deal with the bills. Bills are about $2,500 a month altogether because it's rent, electric, car payment, car insurance, phone, internet, on and on and on, right? So just to, just to live, just to keep the roof over my head, I have to make uh, basically $25,000 a year, that's baseline. And when you do that, that's not, you're not even to the incidentals yet. So then you do go grocery shopping, you're like, okay, I'm gonna try to keep this under 50 bucks. And then it rings up, it's $85. And you're like, okay, all right, well, you know, maybe uh, that'll be, and then Rio's will be like, hey, we're out of toilet paper. Okay, cool. So I'll go and I'll... That's another get, $30. I,
0: that's,
1: I can't get the great value because everybody will be complaining that they're fucking wiping with tissue paper. And I get that. I get that. We're we're spoiled. There's that people out there who are like the child of God wiping their ass with sticks. <laughs> with but, a stick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we got to get the luxury two-ply, eight-ply, whatever. Um, that's all fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But when you reach a certain point and you've just everybody's got their fucking hand in your pocket and everything is a subscription now and everybody you know if you want to watch a show oh subscribe to this for seven days you think cool bet then you forget then you pay five dollars for something that you really don't want you just wanted to watch one show off this fucking channel when all of that starts to wear on you and then the electric company comes by and says we're going to turn everything off because you didn't pay your bill four days early and then you go to walmart and the scanner doesn't even work and none of the employees are paying attention they're all zoomers they're all looking at their phones you just kind of go yeah no i mean i think i think i'm just gonna yeah i think i'm good i think i'm gonna pay and leave but then you scan the rest of it and and pay for it because it's the you know it's the morally correct thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's what and we don't we don't advocate stealing on the show at all nope. i don't have this is a fantasy
0: activity on the show this is satire kind of like uh the idol
1: Ooh, let's go i watched the first 15 minutes and I had to turn it off because uh because gus was in the room and they were talking about people having cum on their face so i was like damn
0: yeah no it's definitely not one to watch with your kids present but I've gotten into and I don't even want to like I'm gonna stay up front it's not worth going to battle over this show it's a good sort of 90s thriller b-movie vibe like sleaze light light sleaze thriller Mm -hmm. um Cause I wouldn't even consider it like that trashy, but I've gotten into arguments with people who force me into arguments about it. Cause you say, they say, Hey, uh, so did you finally check out the idol? Like, yeah, actually I did, which is a big deal because I don't watch a lot of TV. So then they're like, cool. It sucks. Right. I'm like, I like it. And then they want to go on about how I'm retarded because I, I think it's a good show. Um, (laughs) It's wild to me. Do you know the story of why everybody's so up in arms over this show? No. Well, I I don't either, but they get really mad when you <laughs> like it. <laughs> it it's I was like, "Okay, so I don't know nothing about behind the scenes shit. I don't care what celebrities do. I don't give a fuck about Hollywood. None of it interests me. The weekend mm-hmm. is not even a person to me." none of those people are they're just mannequins robots told to to move about the screen like i don't see them as people mm-hmm. right i don't care what goes on behind the <coughs> scenes and mm-hmm. everybody seems to be upset about the first creator being fired or her, or walking away or her ideas being scrapped or something and mm-hmm. assuming I've heard nothing from the from that chick saying this, but just assuming that it was gonna have more of a feminist angle mm-hmm. and okay. so they so it's like a sexist thing, I guess, but then <sighs> right. it's like oh well, I mean, if we are treating them as people, there's other women involved in the show. It's like at least fifty fifty dudes and chicks in the show, uh. Were they held at gunpoint to finish filming? Where like dude I just don't understand when that's the criticism. So I'm like, okay, but what do you think of the show? They're like, Oh, it's garbage. Well, I'm like, why? Well, it's just really bad. Like right. it doesn't right. earn its uh, it doesn't earn its trashiness. Like it's not even that uh. trashy. Have you ever seen uh. a Japanese movie? Like uh, it
1: doesn't earn it. I would ask for the criteria. What's the criteria for earning trashiness? What does that look like? These people watch Succession
0: and Euphoria, no problem, Hmm. but think that this is is too far. Hmm. I'm gonna like. There's no rape in it. I'm on. I'm almost caught up. I'm like halfway through episode four that just dropped. Mm -hmm. There's no rape in it, which is something that's present in a lot of these other prestige shows that people applaud so I'm just confused I'm just confused I want people to be honest I'm not trying to Mm -hmm. defend the show because I don't think it's like I don't care like people can like and dislike whatever they want I just don't understand and I'm a little defensive that like I'm stupid for liking it but I, I don't understand what gets people heated about it it's not even that offensive
1: you know what i'm you know what i'm gonna say you already know twitter it's twitter i think a lot of people get their opinions from twitter they forget that they got their opinions from twitter and then get mad when you point out that they got their opinion from twitter there's shit man there's a lot of shit that you can spend a lot of time learning about and it ranges from the history of the Ottoman Empire to the behind the scenes drama of HBO's new show The Idol starring Johnny Depp's daughter and The Weeknd. (laughs) You 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 can learn a lot of shit. You can spend a lot of time learning a lot of shit. You can learn physics, dude. On YouTube, you can learn about vaccines and how great they are you can learn about all <laughs> sorts of things on the internet or or you can learn about a submarine that exploded i guess or something i don't know i mean twitter picks algorithmically the trash that you're going to put into your brain and it has to be trash look at the national Enquirer. Actually, scratch that, because the National Enquirer is fucking cool. Think of the the Globe or the Daily Mail. I think those are both British. I don't know why I went the UK route. But you see what I'm saying? It's tabloids, right? Tabloids have existed as long as I've lived. And I always wondered why people gave a shit who Brad Pitt was dating or what Jennifer Aniston said about Brad Pitt... uh, who was it that he left her for? Angelina Jolie. I remember that. I remember this being on magazines, and I would think to myself, "Why the fuck do people care about that?" Mm-hmm. And then I and then I got on Twitter, and for as long as I was on Twitter and I had Twitter brain, I cared about the socialist version of that, essentially. Right? Not not anything practical. Nothing that would help me to better understand the world, or perhaps adopt a way of thinking about the world that would facilitate my movement through it but the internal drama politics of tabloid journalism (laughs) and people don't like it when you point that shit out they don't like it because they know tabloids are trashy too and they don't want to admit to the fact that as soon as you as soon as you engage in that type of argumentation. Well, this show is bad because of this, this, and this that happened behind the scenes unless it was child slave labor and even then, even then.
0: Well, look at like Roman Polanski. Rosemary's Mm -hmm. Baby is a masterpiece of a movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
0: you don't, it's such a simple conversation to have. Should he be never allowed in this country again? sure if all that shit is true and i'm not saying it's not i just don't fucking know you know but oh he did that shit
1: yeah like, he, he raped he raped that girl for sure then but anyway i see what then you're fuck saying him.
0: somebody castrate him you know mm-hmm. throw throw mm-hmm. him over a bridge i don't give a fuck but rosemary's baby is a fucking great movie
1: mm-hmm. and i Tale just is old as time tales old as time separation of art from artists easy it's really it's so
0: easy, easy to it's not even worth arguing about
1: no no i don't think so i mean i don't i mean again this is getting into tabloid brain but uh jordan harper wrote a great book called everybody knows and it's about hollywood and it's about the lizard creatures who run that shit and what i really think it is is that everybody knows that we carry around phones that are <laughs> built by slaves I think everybody knows that. By Mm -hmm. now it's almost cliche to say that. And everybody knows that the food that they eat comes from factory farms, you know, where pigs never get to see the light and they're fed their own shit and plastic and whatever. And then they eat that and they know that the earth is dying and that, you know, people in Russia and Ukraine are killing each other with hammers and we're just supposed to put a fucking flag in our, you know, they know all this, all these big things that they can't do anything about. So what these little flare-ups of indignity about tabloid bullshit that doesn't matter. You want some toast? Yeah, I get you. Would you want toast or do you want a burrito? I got both. I got toast and burrito. These flare-ups are basically manifestations of that genuine feeling of wanting some kind of justice in the world. Right. And so I have sympathy for it. But what I don't have sympathy for is that they can't, on the other hand, realize that it's a little silly to get bent out of shape about this kind of thing. It's a little silly.
0: It's, it's like a social issue. Like you all wanna you wanna be a part of a club, like and it's for people who don't who aren't into sports or religion. So they're like they got to get religious and sports-minded about this kind of shit, which is why if, if you are on the other team, the team that's like, <coughs> nah, it was pretty good, then it's like, man, mm-hmm. fuck you then, you stupid you Vikings fan.
1: Right. Or whatever. Right. Well, I watched the first 15 minutes of it, and it seemed pretty good to me. I don't have an educated opinion outside of that. But we're fans. <laughs> like it would be you know okay who likes tetsuo the iron man i encourage you if you enjoy that movie to read the history of how that movie was made in fact i would encourage you to read uh bullet man is it called bullet man it's the one by tom mess iron man duh yeah uh iron man by tom mess which is a pseudo act pseudo a a, a mean word a semi-academic i should say uh, sort of essay collection about all of his films up up to, I think, Bullet Man. I think he gets to Bullet Man. Yeah, Um yeah.
0: He talks about how it was supposed to be uh, starring Eddie Murphy and sort of this, like, coming to America type of thing. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a masterpiece on paper.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Visit our Tetsuo 3 episode if you want to know what we thought about that movie. But if nah, you don't look don't go back
0: at... and listen to that episode. Don't... don't if, if you heard it, <laughs> then you're one of the day ones but don't go back and listen to that episode we're finna get too mainstream for y'all to be digging in the archives like that
1: (laughs) we're gonna take it all down and put it behind a paywall we have talked about it Uh, just yeah it's too hard we're not doing that (laughs) it's it's too time consuming we talked about it and said well maybe we could take them all and put them into a blah 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 and then i did one and i was like oh hell no i'm not doing this i did seven
0: I added the little thing at the end for more uh, visit okay. patreon.com/agitator blah blah blah. And I was okay. like, "Oh my god, we've recorded <laughs> way too many episodes now."
1: It's just out there. It's just out there us like little baby deer on well, full I don't think legs. Apple
0: deletes anything anyways. So hmm. they they <laughs> don't update with your main hub. So like Spotify will update, uh the other shit will update. You can take shit off of YouTube. But Apple is just like
1: you put it here, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. But my point about the Tetsuo thing and the Sukamoto thing—look at how he runs his set. I feel like if you're concerned and you like those, movies you have a moral obligation to disown those movies because the way he treated those people is not okay.
0: He didn't it's not pay them okay. He told them to jump he off of buildings. Him. He blew yep. up a baby. I I think that was fake. I think that was like a, that was a fake baby, but, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but isn't that mm -hmm. kind of fucked up that he blew up a baby?
1: Yeah. He kind of blew up a baby. I mean, sort of, I mean, it's pretty close because we all know that what happens in movies is exactly what happens in real life. That's
0: another thing. The only other thing people can come up with is like, uh, just how gross it is. I'm like, okay, so you want to literally cancel a sh- Not like cancel, like we've been canceled, whatever. Like yeah. actually mm-hmm. pull the plug on a show because you don't like the content. You can just like not watch it.
1: Yeah, you can not watch it. I've been watching Hannibal. Great show. I got through the first season. And it has this fantastic mixture of overarching storyline and then Monster of the Week type, you know, catching the serial killer thing. It's great. It's kind of like the X Files in a way, it was just without the paranormal shit. Because the way people get killed is meant to be aesthetically cool-looking, like pieces of art. You know, like a mm-hmm. killer will turn turn somebody into a mushroom farm, and it looks all fucked up. Damn. Or this this last episode I watched, uh, they kill it. somebody kills a judge, probably Hannibal, and like cuts the top of his head off, scoops his brain and his heart out and has the judge positioned like Lady Justice with the scales and the hearts on one scale and the brains on the other. It's cool shit, dude. It's really cool. But uh, there's this one killer who is abducting people based on their skin tone because he's trying to make a color palette for a piece of human art. So there's 30 or 40 bodies arranged to look like an eyeball. And the guy who's in the dead center of it is this, like, he, he's essentially stitched in with all these other dead bodies and covered in this resin to keep him from spoiling. And the opening of the episode is he wakes up from his coma because the killer, uh, the way he kills people is he just in, uh, overdoses them on heroin. And it turns out this one guy is actually a heroin addict. So he's just, <laughs> he just wakes up. He's like, what the, f-? like, that was, that was Tuesday for him, you know? And... He's stitched into all these people, so he pulls the stitches out, and bro, it is nasty watching, like his back skin peel off. I think they showed this shit on NBC too. It's fucking crazy, but it's gross. It's disgusting. And then he escapes into a cornfield. The killer chases him. He tries to jump off a cliff into some water to get away, but he hits the, you know, the seawall and dies. Right. And you want to know the thought I had in my head after I watched that? What's that? I said that was a little bit much. Maybe <laughs> I'm getting old. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting old, dude. I will totally cop to that. But I told Rios, I was like, I don't mean to sound like a baby, but that was a little bit much for me. I don't know if I, quote, if like if I liked that, you know. And that's totally fine. I'm allowed to not. I'm allowed to say, God damn. mean i know we're watching a show about a serial killer who eats people but do they have to show the skin being peeled off good lord anyway my point is i don't think that show shouldn't exist it was this is how adults handle things huh i don't think i like that very much i guess i'll watch the next episode see how i feel about that one boom solved it for all you people
0: (laughs) bro tampopo you couldn't stand all the food sex but like hated it that's a great movie I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of uh what's something that i've hated see i kind of like everything and that's why like that's what really annoyed me with arguing with people and this was real life arguing because i ain't on twitter and this because of sam levinson i will never get back on twitter uh, mm-hmm. but like i i i kind of like most things And Mm -hmm. I I turn off what I don't What I'm not enjoying I ain't ain't got time for that shit So it was just getting frustrating Like arguing with people Who were like you're just being a contrarian I'm like I'm the opposite of a contrarian I seek Mm -hmm. to enjoy shit I liked Super Mario Bros Like I'm a (laughs) contrarian I went to Super (laughs) Mario Bros With the kid
1: and was like that was a good movie Uh huh Yeah I find myself liking Most things too In this day and age um see again all these arguments are just they're really strange and they don't what's what's aggravating about them is that they don't acknowledge what you're saying on its face it's trying to find your secret heart and trying to dismantle the why of what you say instead of the what of what you say and that that to me is just you know if somebody came up to me and was like, yo, you need to start wearing pants because your dick's flopping out and nobody wants to look at that shit. And I was like, oh, sounds like you have a problem. Sounds like maybe you need to get in touch with your sexuality because you don't like my dick flopping around in front of everybody. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not addressing the issue here. There are kids around and you know, some people just like, we, we don't like that. That's our issue. And I'm like, no. I think you're saying that to be a contrarian. I think you're just being contrarian about all this cuz everybody loves my penis. So if you don't <laughs> like it, then you might yeah. you're just a hater, dude. But I don't know if that metaphor worked, but
0: Well, it's kind of the inverse of that. It's like if you don't dislike the thing or well, it works either way. Yeah. Sure. If you don't agree with us, then it's like, yeah, then there's a reason. It's not yeah, the objective what, it's the why, like, yeah
1: exactly Mm -hmm. because no there are people who are uh, there are people who are who are contrarians like Armand White what's up Bubba are you thirsty are you hungry I got burritos right here I told you
0: I gotta give some examples since I've dogged on people for not saying why they hate the show besides some just twittered copied bullshit Um, some things I think the show is good about it's it's like it's not ironic I feel like it's very open and on the nose it's not being subtle like there's scenes that are ridiculous and it's like come on how do y'all not understand this is supposed to be funny like it's not Mm -hmm. it's not being subtle it's not being ironic it is like goofy as shit it's like Adam Sandler wrote some of these scenes Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's just goofy and funny and then there's the pacing is cool it has that, like, ADD back and forth. Everything's happening at the same exact time throughout the whole episode. And this has been the this has been the rhythm of it throughout, I think, every episode so far. There's not a beginning, middle, and end. There's, like, one plot, one subplot, and one kind of subplot that ties into, you know, the rest of the shit. And mm-hmm. they all happen at the same—they keep going back and forth between each other, like, rapidly. Like a music video, kind of. Uh, I, so with I, it. I like I like the pacing of that. Um, I like the rhythm of that. And a lot of the actors are really good. Um, Hank Azaria and Devine Joy Randolph, they're my favorite. Uh, they're both like Jocelyn's managers. And they're trying to get to the bottom. Uh, Devine wants to kill The weekend. She's like, low-key, you know what we got to do? I think we need to kill this motherfucker. And <laughs> Hank Azaria is like... No, and right, she's right. like you've gone soft. <laughs> 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 like they're they're just in the movie or music biz. It's not like mm-hmm. they're gangsters or anything. But she's like you've gone soft. Uh, mm-hmm. It's over. It's wild. It's over the top, and it's uh, it's decent. You know.
1: Yeah. Hey, I like it, but the main takeaway from this is just: have we really gotten to the point where? We can't even agree to disagree about a fucking TV show. A TV is this show. Re- bro. Is this is this where we're at? Like a that TV people get show. mad at you for liking something? That's crazy, dude. That's wild to me.
0: It's ridiculous. I just you know, this is probably our most controversial episode because we've been talking positively about a TV show.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I um. I don't know. I I think that I'd have to watch it to have a better opinion of it. But like I said, the first 15 minutes, I thought it was funny. Hank Azaria puts the, he locks that dude in the in the bathroom. I thought that was well, funny. That was
0: great. That was great. The intimacy um, coordinator.
1: That's what it was. Yeah, the intimacy coordinator. And the show did kind of White Lotus style. It feels like HBO is the one that flirts with, with this kind of like semi-edgy stuff. You know what I mean? Like they put Dasha in succession and they got White Lotus and they've got like these shows that are kind of pushing back against some of this stuff. Uh, And maybe that's what people don't like, dude. There's a possibility that people can tell politically that the showrunners might not align with them. And maybe this woman who got fired did. This is total speculation now, but I don't think I'm that far off base because I've just been in this shitty soup for long enough to to feel like this could be true
0: yeah yeah that people would hate it just because of like I don't think that well and Erica informed me that a lot of people hate euphoria I thought that was like unanimously lauded but uh, I guess not people also get riled up about that so hmm Hmm. yeah couldn't be me
1: could not be me bro you're not gonna catch me giving that much of a shit. i just gonna watch whatever. I don't even know what what people. I think people liked Hannibal when it came out, bro. That show is ten years old. Can you believe that? that shit came out That's forever n- ago. That is nuts. Mhm. And I'm just now seeing it.
0: I said I like everything. I don't. I don't like Succession, actually. So like, hmm. now I'm out. You know. So I'm not on a side of the fence. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's one. Yeah, it had Dasha in it, right? It's about rich yep. people. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's more like a, you know, right wing people like succession, I think. Well, lib. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know who likes what, but. Cause you said I like one it. of the
1: band words. You said one of the band words. Ah, oh,
0: damn. Right wing. I got to put a quarter in the jar.
1: Yeah, quarter in the jar. Anytime we. The only words we use here are libtard and conservatard. Those are the two. <laughs> Right, right.
0: I think the tards all like Succession, actually. So hell yeah, that's but 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 I don't like it. So
1: I watched the first two episodes and I thought it was interestingly written, but I could it had Tetsuo the Bullet Man's color palette, dude. Exactly.
0: It's so easy to make. This is all you have to do to make a good show: have good, make it. Just all has to be good, all of it. (laughs) <laughs> that's all you have to do i will not allow for any slip-ups none of it can be bad acting can be bad i'll forgive bad acting because i don't give a shit um
1: i don't know what bad acting looks like i'm gonna be real with you i don't i really don't know bro because
0: like, that's so subjective yeah because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like overacting work sometimes quote-unquote mm-hmm. bad acting work sometimes there's times mm-hmm. where you act too hard like you're putting you're acting too much and it's like bro chill out mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. take it down a notch daniel day lewis but <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you know. i did i never watched that movie that phantom thread i was like i i loved him in in there will be blood but Excellent. i don't care about a dude who makes dresses you know
0: amazing it's just yeah when people were like oh, it was just full uh Stay, just a stage for the actors to do their thing. Like, oh, okay, well, I can skip that then.
1: was like, but he's making, but he's making dresses, you know. And I mean, that might be some people's thing, but it's really not my thing. If it was, uh, you know, a dress that was made out of human skin, that was eating people, <laughs> maybe. That
0: might, yeah, that might be a little bit more mm-hmm. my thing.
1: Hannibal is very colorful. It is a very colorful show. It's vibrant, and. The murders really do look cool, man. I'm just going to say it, like they they look badass. They're all staged people impaled on antlers. It's like it's really gross. It's just a gross show. The fight scenes are cool. Uh there's this one episode where Hannibal fights uh well there's at the beginning of season 2 he fights Lawrence Fishburne. That's a badass fight. And then in the middle of season 1 he fights a uh a guy who Is a musician Like he teaches violin And he turns a corpse Into a cello By like Using the vocal cords As the strings He like tans them Like cat gut That's tight And Yeah it's dope And then Hannibal fights him And Because you know It's like two serial killers Meeting And the It's a very well Choreographed fight scene I don't know I'm just I'm all about Hannibal Right now dude I 100% at cyberpunk So I, I don't have Anything else to do Um <laughs> we're getting into serial
0: killers. this was the cyberpunk show and now it's all about serial killers uh, and
1: it's all about mads mickelson dude that that's like the best like i just said i don't know what good acting is that's the best actor of all time i love mads i wish he he's was so subtle one. dude yeah you know like he's just he's got this face when he's playing hannibal like if you, <laughs> it's funny because if you were to take screenshots of different scenes you could do, like, a joke where it's like, this is Mads Mikkelsen when he's angry. This is Mads Mikkelsen when he's happy. And it would, like, all be the same face. But he's he's so good, you still get it when you're watching it. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, that guy's just wildly talented. I think because he's,
0: yeah, he's a natural with it. Because think of, like, Pusher 2. Like mm-hmm. that character has such a wide range of emotions, and you feel it, even though you don't, you couldn't screenshot it. Like, here's where he mm-hmm. was sad. Here's where he. It's very subtle. It's very natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's Pusher glowed. Two
1: is one of my favorite movies too. That's I one of my favorite movies. But yeah,
0: same. Like in top twenty for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Mads Mickelson I thought of him when writing uh, Mercy. I don't usually think of actors or like picture people. It's kind of abstract figures without a face in my head. But, mm-hmm. like, I pictured Mads Mikkelsen as the father in Mercy.
1: Hell yeah. And that's then what's uh, up.
0: Simmons said that John Bernthal should play, should play that role. And I was like, damn, that's like perfect casting.
1: Yeah. But if they, not, that, jo- either one would work. Yeah. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen was really great as the bad guy, one of the bad guys in Death Stranding, too. He was like, you, had to, you have to fight Mads Mikkelsen in that game. Don't make me kill you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. Can't really kill him. He's a ghost. He's kind of a ghost in the game, so it's not really killing, I guess. But um, well, I know we wanted to talk about fan service. We'd get more into the the chat stuff a bit later. I wanted to. Um, I know you've got a lot on Fire Force and shit like that, but I uh, I've had these two books. Right, One of them is called Otaku, and then the subtitle is Database Animals. And it's by this author whose last name is Azuma. I'm going off memory right now, so I don't have everything right in front of me, but I will hear soon. And then there's a book called Beautiful Fighting Girls uh, by another kind of Japanese cultural anthropologist philosopher whose last name is Saito. Saito.
0: Tamaki Saito. And
1: Something like that. What's up, Big Bubbles? What you doing? It's whenever I actually have to to hold a real thought, and I'm not just going, yep, yep, uh uh-huh, yep, yep. All right. Uh, Let's – this is going to be about three minutes of pause at 41 minutes because i got to do something with this kid. Um, Cool. 41 minutes. Yeah, all right. I'm I'm leaving it run I'm I'm not gonna throw any more tantrums on the show about the kid. <laughs> he's, he's gonna drive me insane. If if every time I get close, I was so close to just like bringing that last one full circle. You know what it means? all right? Then you better. All right. I'm gonna get the beans
0: then. <laughs> this show will forever be this. We've had so many uh, behind the speaking of behind the scenes. We've had so many conversations Uh off mic on, like, so, you know, if we want to go big and not just niche, then there's, you know, maybe some of the kid stuff has to tone down. People don't like the... Bro, the universe allows you to work with what you got.
1: Yep, I agree with that. And people have also said that the reason why they fucked with the show and became patrons was because of the kid noises. People who started paying us
0: came from Uh, kid noises so uh who do you think we're gonna listen to all you moochers on the Mm -hmm. let me make sure we're not we're not behind the paywall yet all you fucking moochers
1: Mm -hmm. taking food
0: out of my kid's mouth if you want him to shut up you better feed him
1: (laughs) that's a good way of putting it if you want the show to be child free uh get us up what did i say my budget for the month was twenty five hundred dollars is baseline yeah. hey get me up to twenty five hundred dollars and uh at that point you're my boss which we will talk about a little bit later oh
0: yeah yeah we're gonna get into that uh, yeah about fans, how
1: so. uh just as a peek behind the paywall we're gonna talk about uh relationships with fans uh gift giving uh, you can have a boss that's corporate or a boss a bourse or a bourse sorry talking a bors- like the chef get a bors- the muppet <laughs> chef yeah Uh, Anyway, let me me, uh, read this to you, and this is probably where we can cut the free one. So I have these books, and they're both studies of the otaku. And Azuma and Saito have had public debates because they disagree about the nature of the otaku. Azuma believes that otaku... Which, for listeners who don't know, are essentially Japanese anime nerds, but I mean like big time. You know, big time collectors. They like the cat ears. They jack off to the hentai. Th- these are the people, right? Usually, kind of loners, maybe socially awkward, etc., um, etc. Et so they disagree on what otaku actually are. Azuma calls them database animals, and he says that they don't have any real sexuality that they have sublimated their sexual urges into a collecting urge so they you know the cat ears don't necessarily turn them on in a typical sense they like the fact that cat ears are included even when they're not necessary because it's like ticking a box they're database animals they get pleasure from collecting and having their entertainment full of you know, things that they're visually collecting. Does that make sense? Kinda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so Saito, who I like a lot more, thinks that they actually do have sexuality, obviously. And the subject of Beautiful Fighting Girls <clears throat> is that, you know, when you have these uh these kind of fans this ties into the fan service thing, right? You have these fan service, uh, panty shot girls who are seen as being young and innocent, but what Saito says is really weird is that they're also usually really strong and powerful, usually more strong than the male. So he calls them uh, phallic girls. And there's just there's this great point where Azuma and Saito are debating about this, and uh, Azuma says, uh, "Yeah, sure, otaku masturbate, but there's there's nothing sexual about masturbation." And Saito's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, there is, dude. Like, the fuck are you talking about?" because <laughs> you know the dude is kind of with all due respect right he's, he's kind of going up his own ass like well it's not actual sexuality because blah, blah 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 but anyway i'll end with this quote and then we can move into the fire force and food wars uh, fan service talk this is from saito's book beautiful fighting girl what otaku enjoy is not making fiction into material form Nor, as is often claimed, do they derive enjoyment from confusing reality and fiction. Their goal is simply to take fictions that are out there and promote them to fictions that are theirs alone. It is no coincidence that otaku-like parodies. It may be that cosplay, which in Japanese is pronounced (laughs) kosupure, seriously, and fan (laughs) magazines... And fan magazines are best understood as examples of this process of fictionalization. Popular anime always attracts so-called SS aka short or side story writers who borrow the settings and characters from those works, write novels and scenarios in different versions, and then upload them to online forums. What is the motivation behind this form of expression that does not earn them a penny? Is it self-promotion? A service to other fans? If it were just that, surely parody or criticism would be more effective. I believe that SS is precisely how otaku managed to possess these works. They let the work possess them, weave a different story out of the same materials and share it with the community. This process is a kind of ritual of possession practiced within the otaku community. Even if they are not that serious, otaku are generally critics. All otaku have something that should probably be called a critical drive, including even cases like Miyazaki Sutomu whoever that is. Uh, In fact, a fan who has forgotten his or her critical perspective is not an otaku. Otaku feel compelled to talk endlessly about a work and its creator. Their talk does not stop at the work itself, but also extends to include their own relationship to it. When otaku engage in critique, their passion also merges with their enthusiasm for possession through the creation of new fictions. To put it very dramatically, the only way that otaku have of, of acquiring the objects they love is by fictionalizing them and turning them into their own works. This inevitably leads to the creation of new fictional contexts. What is that if not why fan service exists, right?
0: Damn, yeah, that's big. That hits on so many major points that we're gonna cover. Come be an otako with us over on patreon.com agitator. Sign up for the $5 a month tier and you can actually influence where this show goes hop in the discord and be like hey that last episode was gay y'all should talk about this and we'll be like okay you the boss
1: it gets better behind the paywall that's where all the juice is dude you think we are you think we're, we think we put the best our best foot forward no that would you be stupid think
0: we're gonna drop the sauce you think we're first in, we're not first impression kind of people we rub people the wrong way why do you <laughs> Boy, think you're telling me agitator? Dude. <laughs> you're
1: telling me we're we not gonna get impression to know us by paying
0: <laughs> us money in order to get the real sauce
1: you know it's like david you know you don't really put your your best foot forward it's like dude you're telling me bro you think i don't know that It's been my entire life of just people thinking, what is this guy's fucking problem? And then they hang out with me for an hour, and they're like, oh, he's all right. He's just, I don't know, something's wrong with him.
0: Right, they buy you a beer or something, they give you $5. It's just, it's a, I'm sorry, people, it's a transactional relationship. You give me $5, and all of a sudden, I become your best friend.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I have nothing bad to say about anybody who gives us $5 a month at all.
0: You noticed I don't argue with anybody, they can say whatever they want in the Discord, and I agree with them all. I'm like, damn, let's go.
1: Never thought about it that way. That's what I say when I, Uh, well, to, to end really quick, I think this is a good wrap up for what we've been talking about. Where I'm at with the Rishi and waking up at four in the morning every day to work on my books and my courses, uh, by the way, course is coming soon, uh, and having this time to have this meditative space, financial problems or not, I'm pretty happy with life. I'm just being honest. Like I, I, I genuinely enjoy my day-to-day life now, um, and so when you genuinely enjoy life, it's it, people think of not caring as like dismissive, but to me not caring is more mm, it's just like the idea just doesn't get into my head you know it kind of flies by like a bug and I'm like oh okay huh, cool and I go I think that bug is blue and somebody's like that bug is fucking red you fucking idiot and I'm like oh okay all right well I must have, I, I thought it was blue but I guess I didn't see it right it was the it was a fast bug it was moving very quickly and uh I don't know, some people just let those flies into their brain where they can plant maggots. Oh, God, now I'm having flashbacks. R.I.P. Kahlua. But, you know. uh, But anyway, that makes sense, right? It's like I'm not too cool to have... Like, I have opinions about shit, obviously. But I don't know, dude. I'm like, huh, I could think about this and let it ruin my day. Or I could just... uh, keep vibing keep ignoring my son while i podcast you know that's uh that sounds like
0: a better use of time